Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quizzical. This is the podcast that has all of the questions, but history has proven very few of the answers, unfortunately. We'll see if we can change that today with my guest, Matt Stewart. Hey, Karen, how's it going? Pretty good. Thanks for c- coming across to this pod from your pod from Do Go On. Oh, it's so good to make the jump across. Um, yeah. I don't listen to my pod, but I do listen to this one, so um, oh, very great. happy Thank to be you. here. Uh, well, you're at your pod, aren't you? Yeah, so, that's right. You know, you sort of do listen. Yes. Um, to two thirds of that's the that's true. Uh, well, yep. yeah, yeah, sort of zone in and out. If I'm being honest, but <laughs> I try my best. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, you always say very few of the uh, answers, but you know, there's, in recent times, it's been climbing. Tim Hewitt, I know. The, you know the Sam Taunton Tim got Hewitt with the what the ten out of ten, very close yep. as well. Sam Taunton didn't do too bad. Surprising, I would say, the figures that have made it to the top of the list. <laughs> Well, yeah, I don't know if there's any coincidence there that um, when people were in the same room as you, their scores were lower, and now that they're sitting on the internet, the scores have climbed a little. I don't know if there's any correlation to be drawn there. (laughs) The good news, Matt, is that we have a brains trust here to help you out today, so you could still reach the heights of Huey. Yet to be determined. But let's meet them now. First of all, it's a big hello. To- oh, this is exciting. We don't get too many architects on the show. It's a, it's a big hello to 14th century Italian architect, Diossi Salvi. Wow. Buongiorno, buongiorno, Kyra and Michiamo Diotto Salvi. I am an architect and I'm from the 14th century. What's up? Wow, that is such an interesting mix of accents you have there. So you sort of, um, are you Italian Australian? See, see, I'm a th- third culture kid, you know. I. Io mangio spaghetti, but I also drink VB, you know? And I think that's part of the beautiful tapestry that makes Australia the multicultural country that it is. That's right. I mean, Matt, do you have a multicultural background? Oh, 
Diori and Karan, yes, big time. Well, you um, must be like one quarter moustache, aren't you? <laughs> I have, well, yeah, at the moment, I'm working towards that. I'm also one quarter Swiss Italian, so um, I definitely feel a kinship to you, uh, Diori, and your and so your work. Back what's then. that? One eighth Italian. About one eighth Italian. Yeah, I think that's how that works out. The mm. sums wise. Um, so yeah, I I was with you in that early bit when you were talking Italian, but. I'm also Australian, so I can I can also drink see, a VB if need yeah. be. Uh, comment to Kiami Matthew. So yeah. ah, see, see. Is that my name is Matthew? Ah, yes. See, oh, see, well. see. So you're fluent, Matt. Ah, Stacozzi, Cozzi. You're the Salvi. You're, so you're an you're an architect. Did you have, have you worked on any um any projects that we might know? See, see. Uh, you probably know me best from my beautiful uh, Campanile, which is a beautiful bell tower uh, in the town of. Pizza, I would call it uh, my uh, gelato opus. Mi dispiace. Come si dice in Australiano? Magnum opus. Sorry, it's oh, my right. magnum opus. <laughs> Great. Uh, but yeah, I'd sort of, it's it's my crowning achievement. But, uh, you know, a lot has changed about it since the 14th century. It's sort of alarming. It's sort of been left to. Um, Lean. The Leaning Tower of Pisa, that's yours, but it was it was not intentionally on a lean, is that right? No, 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 no. And just to... I've been on to the UNESCO Heritage Listing Organisation for a while now. The lack of effort to correct the lean is ridiculous to me. It sort of... It makes me this fool. And I just think... I can't imagine how much more popular it would be if they corrected the lean, you know, and it was as I designed it. More popular, you reckon, if it wasn't leaning? Absolutely. I mean, this be the Tower of Pisa. Be the Tower of Pisa, like mm, the Bel- Diotta Salvi's the- Tower of Pisa. Yeah. Wait, I think I've just read. You're are you a real person, Diotti? See, I'm a genuine historical figure from the 14th century. I was cryogenically frozen after I fell into some gelato. Mi dispiace, come si dice in Australiano? Into a cornetto, and now I've sort of awoken. <laughs> Yeah, I guess yeah. in uh, 21st Just century. Just in time for the quiz. You know, if there's any questions regarding sort of the state of affairs of 14th century yeah. Italian politics or culture, architectural yeah. questions. Or ice cream. Very handy addition to the Brains Trust. You know, I mean, anything Italian as well, you'd be pretty good at. Architecture, mm. you know, before the 14th century, probably yeah. up to the 14th century. So, Wealth of knowledge. Let's see if we can continue that with the other half of the Brains Trust. It's a big hello to Vinny, Diamond Geezer Price. What, lads? Hello, how you doing? Whereabouts you from, Vinny? Oh, I actually don't give out my address or whereabouts at any time. And you go by Diamond Geezer. Is that how is that your, what your friends call you? Is that what, can we call you Diamond Geezer? You can call me whatever you like as long as you don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> Bit of a uh, bit of a comedian. <laughs> a bit of a comedian. I can't help it, can I? Yeah. What do you do for a living, Vinny? I am definitely not uh, involved in any criminal activities. I am definitely not a gangster. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, <laughs> definitely uh, just a law-abiding citizen is how I would describe myself. Vinny, are you gonna are you gonna just rule out all the things you're not? <laughs> all these jokers on this podcast, innit? Are you well, diamond geezer? There's a clue. I work with diamonds. <laughs> I work with jewels. You know, uh, it's you know, it's hard to give you specifics. You know, it's hard to sort of nail it down in terms that a layman like you would understand. But you know, I do what I do. I don't what I don't. 
It is what it is, and I am who I am. That's what I always say. It's like the Italian expression, que sera, sera. That's exactly right. It is like that. I know that, because I am also one-eighth Italian. <laughs> si! No kidding. Molto bene, fantastico. Well, I feel the odd one Molto out here. fortunato, si. <laughs> si, big time. Well, I think it's going to be difficult to lock down the answer to any of these questions today, Matt, but but we'll see what we can do. Shall we do a quiz? Oh, that'd be so good. And, I mean, Karen, uh, are you able to help out as well? I can help out as well, yes. I it. really don't think people utilise you enough. If I know an answer, I'll, I'm here to help. I don't know the answers till the end, so, yeah. Don't, don't you worry, I've got your back. Question number one. Which carnivorous animal has the scientific name Ursus maritimus? Which carnivorous animal has the scientific name Ursus, U-R-S-U-S, and Maritimus, M-A-R-I-T-I-M-U-S? Do you know your Latin names, Matt? You speak a little bit of Italian, but what about Latin? (laughs) I do speak a very small amount of Italian. I think who I know who spoke a lot of Latin were Italians in the 14th (laughs) century. I say I know. That's my best guess. I'm so stoked to have Diotti here. And it's so good to have something that I'm really confident about, something which, you know, based on what I've told you... As the first question. I definitely should know. That's amazing. Um, Yeah. I mean, I'll I'll correct you. It was mainly speaking Italian, and then we'd sort of read uh, Latin, you know, we'd... Oh, great, because this Karen, is written down. can you spell down. it again? Yeah. U-R-S-U-S-M-A-R-I-T-I-M-U-S. Uh, Amazing. Ursus Maritimus. Do you, think Mar- do you think Maritimus is like a, like a maritime? Do you reckon that's where yeah. they get the word maritime, maybe? That does feel sea-based. And what's mm-hmm. Ursa? Th- that's Ursine like often- is like a bear. It's like a bear. Mm. You know? Like a bear. Like you've got your equine like a wolf. Mm. Like my granddad, Harry, we called him the Wolf Wilson, right? Right, is, you've got your equine, equine as a horse. No, horse? equine's a horse. I got confused. I got confused. Yeah. I just you, got do, so excited. Do you have a deal in, in horse, uh, Vinny? I can't talk about my dealings uh, in a recorded situation. I'm not convinced that this is not a police sting set up as a quiz. <laughs> yeah. So I'm being very careful about what I do and don't say. But ursine, I'm pretty sure it's like a bear. But then maritime, I don't think there's any bears that live in the sea, so I'm out. Mm. Yeah. So we're I looking at some sort of a water bear. Sort of polar bear, maybe? That's a carnivorous... That's very carnivorous, famously. Maritime sort of lives on... Mm -hmm. Because isn't the Arctic, it's not land, it's Lives on ice, doesn't it? That feels like that could be something. It does. It does. Vinny and Diotti, I was nowhere near that until you both brought in a little bit of knowledge... Actually, it might have all been well, Vinny, actually, yeah. on reflection, but... <laughs> I was spiralling, I'll admit it, you know. Well, Diotti, now now that we've said polar bear, does that feel right? Yeah. From your knowledge of that? Definitely, um, I... Definitely, you reckon? <laughs> I sort of, I went, uh, you know, to sort of get inspired for the colour scheme for my beautiful campanile and pizza. I went to the Arctic and I was like, white is a good colour for the tower. You, you know. travelled around looking for colours and you found white. <laughs> I found white, yeah. Okay. Because back in the 14th century, it was all... It was a lot of sepia, sort of like that scale yeah. of colour. Oh, that's not just ageing photos. That's actually what the colour was. See, <laughs> see. Si, si. <laughs> I'll put polar bear. Question two. What number is Diaz in Spanish? Diesi <laughs> in Italian? Oh, this is handy. Again, Spain's so close to Italy. Dis I know in that French... They... 
And sen in German. What number is diez in Spanish? Dieci in Italian. Dies in French. And sen. Okay, okay. let's see. <laughs> Un... Uno, Uno due, due, tre, tre, quattro, cinque, sei, sette, otto, nove, dieci. Ten. Ten, you reckon? Is that right? Si, si. I agree, it's ten. <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly, mate. You're doing you know, well. I cannot believe how handy uh, <laughs> Diotti has been so early. <laughs> yeah. It is a beautiful happenstance that there is a lot based around romance languages, root words mm. that I definitely should be across, and the Italian language. Vinny, do you, I mean, counting, is that, that must be central to the, the business model. Do you do all your own accounting? Got to count all my Oxford scholars, my dollars, my bees and honey, my money. You know what it is. Got to count it up. You need numbers to count. Mm-hmm. So that's right. Yep, you do. I'm across it. I can count to 10 in any language you name. Not that I will, because again, I'm not sure where this is going to end up. But <laughs> Probably end at 11, <laughs> I guess. Question number three. Sean Burgoyne this month became the first Indigenous man to play 400 AFL games. Which two AFL clubs has he played for? Which two AFL clubs has Sean Burgoyne played for? Are you big fan of the AFL, Diotti Salvi? I prefer the soccer. Uh, as we, the soccer, you say, I mean, uh, football. <laughs> you really are very Australianised, aren't you? It's happened quickly. Well, I know. Having met a couple of Australians, I sort of I say football, you know, and then they think AFL. And I'm like, that's our word. You know, our country's shape, shaped like a foot. You know, Sicily shaped like a little ball. I It feels appropriative, really, to take football and say that it's something with the hands. Um, mm. But yeah, so I'm not. I'm not, and I I can't help. And you know, I want to get ahead of the fact that I can't help. But uh, if architecture comes up, hit me up, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And as for me, I can help, but I choose not to <laughs> because the only sport, the only sport I recognise is darts. <laughs> Do you play a lot of darts? It's none of your business. <laughs> All this personal interrogation, I can't handle it. What do you like about darts? What do I, I like? The stabby, pointy, violent nature of it because I'm a masculine man and that's something primal in my nature that I respond to. Is it that? How many other sports can you play while also drinking a pint? Pool. I guess cricket, if you're in the outfield. How many other sports can you play which are also like you're just holding a weapon and then if the police question you later about your opponent getting a dart in the eye, you can say it was just a sporting mishap and not at all to do with the blood feud that's been tearing your families apart for decades, right? That happened with me with Javelin once, but I get the point that you're making. Oh, that's the only other sport I would accept that. Axe throwing, shooting. Shooting, but of course, me being a pacifist that I am, nothing to do with guns. Not now, not ever. No, sir. No, sir. And if I did have a gun, I definitely would have my firearms license, officer. I mean, Kyron. Because you're in London, is that right, Vinny? Don't try to trick me. I'm All right. I'm All right. I thought I might have got you there. But is it, is it true that the cops over there don't have guns? So you've got a bit of an advantage, don't you? We English, we use our wits. I know, I know the answer to this one, Kyron. It's probably the only one I'll, uh, I'll know. Yeah, um, I, said, I was going to say you'd probably know at least half of this. You go for the? Do you go for the Hawks? No, I go for oh. the Saints. But oh, I mean, Saints. you, oh, you would, you, yeah. I mean, there could not be any bigger difference, yeah. uh, in terms of <laughs> on-field success. No. Um, 
Oh, uh, it's Port Adelaide and Hawthorne. Yeah, I'll put Port and Hawthorne. Question four. Cape Barren Island is in what body of water? Short one there. You ever been to Cape Barren Island, Matt? No, never heard of it. Um, mm. Is that Does that ring any bells from the Northern Hemisphere, you two? I, I think Island. maybe uh, in the Mediterranean, we'd sort of uh, just discovered mm. boats uh, in the 14th century. And uh, we did a little bit of a, a sojourn, as we say in uh, Italian, over uh, yep. in amongst the Adriatic Sea, you know? And you just, sorry, you just discovered boats, did you? Where were they? Stumble across them. It was a lot of walking and uh, swimming, you know, before then. But um, I won't take Fans. credit for inventing boats, but definitely, uh, definitely part of it. I mm. think you should well. not you, be proud of your achievements. Vinny, you, you, you must work up and down the Thames. Do you? Why do you all keep assuming that I am by a river or in London? I told you once. I told you a million times. I could be in Paris for all you know. Stop trying to trick me. I've got a question for you, though, Kyron. Cape Barron. How is spelling it? Like a barren that you might steal from or a barren like it's a barren wasteland? Well, I mean, I wouldn't steal from anyone. I'm sure you're the same. Oh, nor would I. No, 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 no. I would, I would, I would and I never have stolen. So, no. uh, great, great point there. Great pickup. Uh, but it's Baron B A R E N. So, like the comedian. Right. When I first moved to Australia, I sort of I listened to a lot of Carl Baron just to uh, assimilate. Takes me back to my days at the Oxford School of Laughter Training for boys. Uh, Oxford. Anyway, what I was going to say, Kyron. Did you study at Oxford? Little clue there, Vinny. So you spent some time in Oxford. Is that Oxford in England, I'm guessing? You're picking up the oh, clues, but about half an hour after I've put them down. <laughs> that's why no one ever catches me. Not that there's anything to catch me from. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's in Tasmania. So whatever the water around that's called. You reckon it's Tassie, so do you reckon it's in the Bass Strait then, do you? I don't know what the water's called. I just think it's near Tasmania. I recall seeing that on Is a it map. North Tassie? I don't know. North Tassie would be the Bass Strait, wouldn't it, Kyron? Yeah, I think it would be. South Tassie would be like the Antarctica Sea if they've got one or something. Or the Southern Ocean. Yeah, Southern Ocean. Or is that does that yeah. include does that go under Tassie that or is else? that in the It feels like it's where it could be, you know? Like, it doesn't get much more southern. It could be in the Tasman Sea. Oh, Tasman Sea. That's the one between... What's the country out to the right of Tassie? New Zealand. Love those guys. Yeah, they're the best down there. Big fan. Matt, just want to be clear. This is just a feeling more than something that I know with conviction. It's just a feeling that it's around or in Tasmania, all right? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's the best we've got, I reckon. We're going to go Bass Strait? Is that what we're thinking? That sounds good. Question number five. Which musical instrument's name comes from the Hawaiian for jumping flea? Which musical instrument's name comes from the Hawaiian for jumping flea? Vinny, here's a question not related to where you live. Well, I think the most important thing to start off with by saying is that we're all instruments, really, mm. aren't we? Yeah. Right? You've got to think about that. It's a bit of a deep thought. Think about it. Let it settle in. And you can be an instrument for good or an instrument for bad, can't you? What have you heard? Nothing. No, I just... I'm just posturing, you know, it's a sort of philosophical idea. Oh, yeah, right, 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 as you were. No, yeah, I did, I've played a few, uh, you know, I've played the skiffle board, of course, the spoons, very good at. Um, they sound uh, very English uh, you know, instruments, aren't they? The spoons, is that sort of, that's sort of a Cockney uh, instrument, sort of very London-based skill. 
couldn't possibly comment on that. The spoons in question could be manufactured anywhere around the world, really. Many countries make spoons, Kyron, and all of them have some acoustic property. See, in what? Italia, we, uh, we have spoons. Oh, do you? Do you play them, though? No, mainly for uh, eating soup. Uh, soup? What is that? Oh, soup, is it? Yeah. Soup. Si, si, si. Risotto. Come si dice in inglese? Uh mm. Risotto. Have you seen any? You you would have seen you know uh, a lot of Australian takes on Italian cuisine, the pizzas and stuff. How, how do you how do you find they've um, evolved over the years in a positive way? Do you think? If I'm being honest, no. But uh, sort of my first year moving here, I would sort of comment. I would be like, "This is not a pizza. It has you know pineapple on it." But then I would get. Uh, Come si dice in Italiano? Um, what uh, king hit? I, we don't have a word for that in. Or mi dispiace, coward punch. Mm. It's sort of a modern term. Glasgow kiss. What? The Glasgow, Glasgow kiss. kiss. Well, that I mean, is that another clue? I think you're confusing the fact of where I may or may not ge- geographically be located just with any mention of any place in the world. Because I actually have travelled quite a bit. I've gone from suburb to suburb, country to country, mm. you know. That's true. You that mentioned Tasmania wondering... before. I am picking these up slow. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> You're very slippery, Vinny. Like an eel. But the musical instrument... It's got to be ukulele, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. What other instrument do we know from Hawaii? I'll put ukulele. Question number six. Which Australian Prime Minister was born in Bordertown in 1929? Ooh, what? What? I've heard of that. It's on the border between two states, right? Right? That's a little yeah, clue I think in the it's name. In South Australia, border town. South Australian. They don't have many prime ministers from there. They nearly all come from Melbourne and Sydney, don't they? Yeah, a lot of the time. I think and, Curtin. Or, I don't, or maybe all, nearly all from Sydney, maybe even. Right, well, let's be rational about this, lads. 1929. How old are you minimum when you become a prime minister? Ooh. So let's add, you know, like I reckon at least yep. 40 years. Right, do some maths for me. 69, mm-hmm. moon landing. <laughs> Who's that then? What's Summer of love. Uh, could be 50. Could be another 10 I'd years after so. that. Oh, so oh, so they were born in 1929. I Thank you, Vinny. I forgot to listen I'll to this question. Again. I heard Which Border Australian Town. Prime Minister was born in Border Town in 1929. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I think... I think Great work, Bridie. So, yeah, you're right. 40 or 50, right? My name is oh, Vinny. <laughs> Sorry. Great point, Vinny. So that... Yeah, 40 or 50, I reckon, and Prime Ministers. Age, like, they might get younger now, but surely back then... They're even older, right? Even older, you reckon? Let's say 79 then, minimum, right? So he's 50. And I'm going to say he because we know that it was men yeah. for a long time. You're right there, yeah. So, right. And we're all men here, and we all agree that's pretty fine by us. It absolutely is. I think it was a mistake giving women a vote, but don't get me started on that. <laughs> um, but so if we add 50 years... Corin, have you thought about your gender equality of guests on this podcast? I... It's a- Bit, bit much having a four fellas, don't you think? Even just if you had one, like, token woman, that would sort of be a, a move in the right direction. So so we reckon sometime in the 60s or 70s, our prime minister. I'm try- I'll, I'll list a few that come to mind. 60s? Menzies. He was in there for ages, right? But he's old. I reckon he was older than this. 60s? Then you've you got to have a prime minister in their 30s. If we're going back to the sixties, oh, so when are we saying seventies? If we say, if we Bob Hawke, if we, Bob Hawke was got in in eighty three, forty years, you're in the seventies, right? So seventy five, you got Whitlam, obviously, around in the early seventies. Then you got Fraser. 
Where was he born? Uh, he was in Melbourne. But it's possible they were born in Border Town and moved to Sydney. Absolutely true. Fra- Fraser feels there's something about Fraser feels like he's got a he's got a sort of a posh South Australian accent, doesn't he? Or he did when he when he could talk. During his living years. Could be Fraser. Then you've got... Who else have we got? Matt, I've contributed to this question as much as I can. I've started you on the path, but I can't see you through to the finish line. A beautiful start, though. Thank you. The momentum is building. It was Hawk after Fraser, and then you... Hawk was 83. When was Billy McMahon, father of Julian McMahon from Nip Tuck? Really? No, he was... He was... Wasn't he in the war, Billy McMahon? Maybe. He could have been Um, in the war. No, I think it goes Hawk, and then it goes Keating. I think... Surely he's not born in 1929 no he wasn't born in the 20s no so 29 how old was bob hawk when he died Mm, old old i reckon i reckon we've said the right answer we just have to pick it would you like to know what i do when i'm stuck in a very oh my god can you hear that i can can you hear that oh my god where are you very good, so I'm not going to answer. <laughs> but there is a storm where I am. I'm checking the weather sites later. <laughs> You're all, yeah, it can be storms in more than one place around the world. I was going to say, when I'm faced with a tough decision, I can't decide between two options. I'll say them out loud and I'll notice what happens in my heart and if my soul stirs. So I'm going to say the two names and Matt, if your soul stirs, we go with that one. All right? Okay. Beautiful. All right. Hawk, listen to your heart. Hawk, Fraser. Hawk, oh, Fraser. I feel nothing. <laughs> Kyron, Kyron, I feel, my gut was saying Fraser, but Kyron is more powerful than my gut. And he's, are you, are you thinking Hawk? I'm then? thinking, I'm thinking Hawk. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I mean, I said earlier that you give the right answer, and then uh, people don't go with it. So I have to okay. go with you on this, even though I, my heart's saying Fraser, but. Kyron is more powerful than my heart and Bob gut Hawk, combined. And he says Bob Hawke. Bob Hawke. He went to Oxford, didn't he, Vinny? No comment. Question number seven. In relation to the American police unit, what does the acronym SWAT stand for? Vinny, you ever come across the SWAT? Now, I've come across Colin Farrell, right? Do you mean like you've stumbled across or you've come across Colin Farrell? As in on... You know the movie on... SWAT? I... Oh, right. Look, if you're not going to take my answer seriously and you're just going to poke holes in my friendship with Colin Farrell, my dear second cousin, then I don't think I need to, you know, give you a proper answer. Oh, no, Doesn't sorry. matter. You don't get my Colin Farrell story now. You, for someone who doesn't like to talk much about it, how do, do you do many podcasts? Do I do many podcasts? Yeah, but not normally quizzes. I normally, you know, Brené Brown or like How to Fail with Elizabeth Day, stuff about vulnerability, right? Toxic masculinity, that sort of shit. I love to open up, get yeah. deep. It sort of it sort of feels like you've turned a corner maybe recently and have start to get to know yourself better and um, start to open up about who you really are. I think the thing is, Kyron, I always knew who I was. But I wasn't ready for the world to know who I mm. was. Because the world thought of you as... Someone with a criminal record or... Wow, you put words in my mouth. No, 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 no. This is very... But are they the correct words to put in your mouth, just for clarity? <sighs> criminal is such a strong word, you know? Mm. What about, like, rapscallion or rogue or rascal? <laughs> Street urchin. Thank you, artful dodger. 
Have you spent any time in jail? In so much as that a human condition is a jail, then yes, we are all in a prison cell at all times. Yeah. But uh, no, I. Uh, so you. So I, uh, you haven't. Can't say that I've been. You in, haven't spent time at the pleasure of Her Majesty. No, I've not been in jail in my home country, England. Shit. Oh, <laughs> oh no, you know I'm English. <laughs> <laughs> but I have been in jail elsewhere. My secret's out. In fact, I was arrested by a SWAT team. There was a sting operation, so uh, wow. I can probably help with this oh, question. Did you, um, this could be helpful. What, so what does that... Yeah, did you happen to read the side of the van? <laughs> what did SWAT stand for? Well, I think when you are being detained by a member of the law enforcement team, right... It's important to use your manners, as always. So, of mm. course, you know, shook them all by the hand, exchanged pleasantries, swap names. Uh, now, Matt, I've got bad news for you. I can remember the first bit of the acronym, but not the last word. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that it's special weapons, but I forget what the rest is. Special weapons and something. Ooh. Um... So Special it's not the most helpful answer ta- again. Tasks. tasks, task force, or something, or <laughs> maybe they, yeah, maybe they're just doing sort of odd jobs, <laughs> errands. You know what? I when I was listening to the radio this morning, and the police commissioner was on, and he was talking about the protests in Melbourne, and how after the first day they decided to change their tactics, and when this question <gasps> came up. The, the one word that I thought I might know is tactics. Tactics. Special weapons and tactics. Which sounds about right to me. That's, oh, that that sounds feels good. great. Question number eight. Name the governor of the Reserve Bank of Australia. Vinny, you ever been to a bank... I love banks. I love attending banks. I love them so much that I'll go many times during the day. I love them. I love looking at all the details in the wall. I love looking how many cameras are at the bank. I love looking at what kind of sirens and warning systems they've got at the bank. I take bank safety very seriously. I like to know how far the bank is to the nearest river and underground lair. Just love them. Passionate about banks and the banking industry. Underground lair. Seems like you're less interested in the banking industry. You're more interested in the security industry which is utilised by the banking industry. That's exactly right. Because I support banks so much, whatever supports them gets a big tick from me. Karen, this feels like one you will know, so I'll get the real answer soon. It's Philip Lowe, Matt. <laughs> Philip Lowe, that's who I was thinking. Him or Alan Greenspan? That were my two best Philip guesses. Lowe. Question number nine. What is 17.5% of $140? Oh, my God. Vinny, you said you'd... Vinny said, you said you do the accounting for your firm. I said I can count to 10 in many languages is what I actually said. Oh, sorry, that's right. I said you did the accounting. Well, the, the question at hand is what is 17.5% of $140? Are we allowed to use a calculator for this? You said no Google. Can we just I use a calculator? You meant to calculate it in your head, I think. So 17.5, that's like a little bit less than 20%, which is a fifth that's a good clue. So, a fifth of 140 is, uh, um, that actually has not helped me. <laughs> I'm thinking like, so 17, 17.5% of 100 is 17.5. So now we just need to figure out what 17.5% of 40 is. What about is. this? 40 is, is like two and a half... Yeah. 
times less than 100, right? Is that right? No, two. Carry the one. (laughs) Carry the one, that's right. I don't get the... I can't remember how to do long division. <laughs> Would that come in handy here? <laughs> so what's what's seventeen point five divided by two and a half? Does that help? Oh. What? <laughs> well, <laughs> you go like this: one hundred and forty divided by one hundred times seventeen point five, and then you, and that you take that away, and yeah, that's your thing. That's it, isn't it? What does that get you? In it. What does that get you, Vinny? Yeah, that's what, that's what I would do if I were allowed to use a calculator. <laughs> that is the sum that I then? would do. What about this then, right? What, what's 10% right. of 140? 14. 14. Yeah. 14. What's a quarter of that? Oh, I see what, where you're uh, going in. Wait, say that again. What's, what's a, quarter a quarter of what? Of 14. 350? Three. So what's 14 plus... So it's 14 times 2 take 350 and you've got 17 and you got your 17.5%. People are screaming <laughs> at the podcast at the moment. They are absolutely oh. screaming. I'm, I rarely do a podcast where people don't end up screaming at their iPhone. Um. I've, I've cheated here, but I wanted, I wanted to let you know that the sum I told you I would do if I were allowed to use a calculator, I did it. And I've got an answer, but I have cheated, but the sum was correct. Well, I think you can get this. I think you can get this, Matt. Oh. If, you, if you've got 10% and 7.5 is three quarters of 10%. Yes. Then you can work. If you quarter 10%, then you've got, you're pretty close. Quarter 10%. If I quarter 10%, okay, so I want to get 10% so of... Half of that is seven. 14. Half of that, which is a quarter, is th- is... 350 3.5 yeah so I think so what you're telling me is 21 no is that right no it's okay great if 14 is 10% then 20 is 10% then 20% is 28 but then you minus the quarter oh my god my head's melting so it's it's 28 minus 3.5 Which is twenty four point five dollars. So it's twenty four point five dollars. That's right, Vinny. Twenty four point five dollars, or as they would say, twenty four fifty. Diotti, you've done it. <laughs> I put twenty four fifty, and possible, and and uh, Vinny, is that what your calculator said? Just to get. Yeah, I mean to reiterate, I've cheated. I can't, <laughs> yeah, I, I can't imagine. I mean, you just confirming Diotti's. I'll put twenty four fifty. Does that sound? Is, you want that, Matt? To be honest, I haven't caught up, but it feels like everyone else here has. So if you haven't yet. We'll check it in one question's time. <laughs> I was good at maths as a kid. I don't know what happened. I think you've been lied to as a child. <laughs> Teacher was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> question ten. Final question. Thank fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is Smoke on the Water a song by A, Pink Ooh, Floyd, B, Black Sabbath, or C, Matt? Deep Purple. Deep Purple. What's the point of a question if we all know the answer to it? Why can't we spread out the ones that we know the answers to and we get a better score? We all know that it's Deep Purple. Well, I think you've actually done quite well. That's ten questions. How do you feel you did, Matt? Are you optimistic? I feel well. I reckon as a team, as a gang, as Vinny might say, we did very well. I would never say that. I would never say that. Oh. I'd say as a happy band of brothers. As, as a happy band of brothers. I think we did quite well. I don't know how much I added, but bloody hell, it felt good to be involved in. 
Question number that one. That maths one genuinely has made my brain feel funny. <laughs> <laughs> Question one was, which carnivorous animal has the scientific name Ursus maritimus? It is the polar bear. That was right, so boys. good. Vinny's knowledge of uh, bear families totally brought that one home. Question number two, what number is diez in Spanish, dieci in Italian, dis in French, and zen in German? It is ten. See. Two from two. Oh, Diotti. You did it. We did it. That was molto bene. Molto bene. (laughs) (laughs) The two AFL clubs that Sean Burgoyne played for are indeed Port Adelaide and Hawthorne. Cape Barren Island is, in fact, in the Bass Strait. (gasps) Oh, Vinny. Oh my god. Correct. Vinny, you weren't, that's not where you I, spent time in, in jail, was it? You weren't one of the original <laughs> convicts or something. Hello? Sorry? A phone call? Hello? It's my mother. I'll call you back. Question five. Which musical instrument's name comes from the Hawaiian for jumping flea? It's, of course, the ukulele. Oh, we're cooking here. The Australian Prime Minister that was born in Bordertown in 1929 is Bob Hawke. Oh, shit. <laughs> Boys, I'll tell you what, I'm surprised by how this is unfolding. SWAT stands for the Special Weapons and Tactics. Oh my god. The governor of the Reserve Bank of Australia is Philip Lowe. Whoa, Rob's Rob's your uncle. Press. (laughs) (laughs) I think that. I think they could be brothers, perhaps. Question nine 17.5% of $140 is. $24.50. $24.50. Oh, I don't see. like Even though we got it right, I still don't like that. My head is it's hurting me. On the Water is a song by Deep. Holy, Holy shit. shit. Oh, 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 my God. We did it. Ten. <laughs> Matthew Stewart. We thought it was a cursed episode. Not at all. <laughs> they were just challenging us before the Holy Grail. Wow. Kyron. Well done. Not me, Kyron, but someone I know, yeah. Bridie Connell, has been on his podcast multiple times yeah. and I think the highest she's ever got is maybe free. Yeah. <laughs> this is an amazing day. This is incredible. 10 out of 10. Oh, well holy done. shit. Straight to the top. And because we put the most recent person on the top of the ladder, you now overtake Huey. Can you, I mean, just for this one, spot. can you put in brackets the team? I want Vinny and Diotti <laughs> to be on the leaderboard with me. That's, uh. that's beautiful, right? Absolutely. You don't have to do that. I don't want my name recorded anywhere. Just, just for uh, legal purposes. Yeah, well, thank you for being here, Vinny Diamond Geezer Price. How do you know Brady? How do you know Brady Connell? You said your friend Brady Connell, who's been on this show before. Uh, also, also, my second cousin. Second cousin. Colin Farrell and Brady Connell. Yeah, you know, <laughs> beautiful. And, Love them. And do um do you work? Do you have a family business? Do you work together? Very good. He's, ne- <laughs> oh, he's right. never off the clock, is he? I thought he's I'd try never off the clock. Time. Well, Vinny, thank you very much for being here. My pleasure. Um, Got to go steal from a bank now. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Giotti <laughs> Salvi, uh, thank you very much for coming out of the cryo freeze. Oh, that's uh, yeah, we never got to discuss the <laughs> the Magnum cryo gelato <laughs> cryo freeze that you're in, unfortunately. But perhaps next time. Um, uh, thank you, uh, thank you so much for being here. Do you, uh, are you going to do anything while you're while you're in our age? Yeah, I have a beautiful young lover named Alastair Baldwin. You know. <laughs> Back uh, in the 14th century, there was a real culture of mentors and students. Wow. Beautiful 25-year-old, young, talented, you know, with architectural aspirations. 
and he really seeks out the older gent, doesn't he? Yeah, he really <laughs> is into dilfs. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, grand dilfs, grand, grand dilfs, grand, great, yeah. great, great, grand dilfs, dilfs with a silent G. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I think uh, you know I've never seen him perform. Obviously, where I'm just in it for the sex, but he's definitely on Twitter, Baldwin Alistair. Uh, and Matt, thank you very much. Congratulations, ten out of ten. Remarkable effort, really. Oh, I can't believe it. It, it was an all-team effort for sure. Um, you must I think so maybe happy. you know, like <laughs> sometimes you put brains trust together who <laughs> don't have this many wits. And Vinny, you know, had multiple, <laughs> multiple wits. wits. Yeah. Enough to go around, boys. <laughs> All right, Matt, we'll put you at the top of the list. That is Wax Quizzical this week. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.